Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is I am the way, truth, and life. Now, here's Pastor Chris. Good morning, everybody. Let's begin. Father, we thank you, Lord, for another day of life. And as well, Lord, as we continue our series in the I Am, revealing who you are, Lord. God, we're almost uh, towards the end of this series. But, Lord, today and next week as well, may it be a great day as we learn more about you. In Jesus' name, amen. We find ourselves in John chapter 14. Jesus is with the disciples. He has just washed their feet. Judas has left to go and do what he's been called to do. And Jesus surprises the disciples. So much so that he states he is going to be leaving. But he starts with, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may be where I am. You know where the way you know the way to the place where I am going. It's a beautiful promise, right? So much so we know that God has prepared a place for us in the future. But chap, verse 4, you know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas responds, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus then responds, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So, Jesus essentially tells the disciples that he's leaving them. And for Thomas, he's like, dude, where where are you going? You know, you're saying, uh, you're saying we, we're supposed to know where you're going. And in the book of John is filled with riddles. Matthew, Mark, and Luke have parables. But John is different. John can sometimes, as much as I love this gospel, it's my favorite gospel, it's also the most vexing. Because Jesus doesn't necessarily always share right away what he's thinking. You have to read, you have to look, you have to ask questions. So much so that Jesus poses the riddle. You know where I'm going. And the disciples have no idea. To really understand this, though, we have to understand the context. So as I indicated before, Jesus has just washed the disciples' feet. Peter claims that he's going to always be with Jesus. 
In fact, in verse 31 of chapter 13, it says, When he was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. This is a continuous theme in the book of John. Glory to God. And if God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I have told the Jews, so I will tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. Have you ever felt maybe when you were a kid and your parents said, I'm going somewhere and you're going to stay here with the babysitter? And as a child, what did you think? That's not fair. I remember as a child, um, I think it was my uncle when he got married. My parents and all of their friends and my uncles all went somewhere north. I think it was Lake Tahoe. And somebody got married. But I was very upset with my parents because they left me with some family friends. And I had to hang out with my brother and my sister because my little sister hadn't been born yet. And, you know, my parents' friends had kids. They were a little younger than me. I was older. I was cooler. And they went somewhere where I couldn't go. I wanted to feel part of the club. And Jesus then, he responds with, I'm leaving you. But he leaves with them now a new commandment, which is really a summation of the other commandments. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must also love one another. By this, everyone will know what? You are my disciples. And this is the final discourse where Jesus in chapters basically 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 gives this long, drawn-out mini-sermon to the disciples. And it's here that he's discussing what's going to happen and that he's not abandoning them. But to the disciples, they don't quite get what he's talking about because they don't quite realize the gravity of what's going to happen, that Jesus would die and, and eventually rise, they're thinking, hey, he's going to come in, he's going to instill a new kingdom, everything's going to be awesome. And I love Simon, because Simon usually speaks and then he thinks. He says, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replies, where I'm going, you can't follow me, but you'll follow later. Lord, why can't I follow you now? I'll lay down my life for you. And Jesus then responds, will you really lay down your life for me? For surely, before the rooster crows, you will disown me how many times? Three, okay? Famous words. And as we'll read as well, Peter will deny Jesus three times. And they're not quite getting what's happening. So here Jesus is planning them for the future. And so we get to Jesus. He poses the riddle. You know where the place to where I'm going. And I love Thomas because... And when Jesus, before he goes to Lazarus, the disciples say, hey, Jesus, wait, you know, what, 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 you want to go back to Jerusalem where they tried to stone you and tried to kill you? And after everything was said and done, Thomas was the guy who said, hey, well, let's go that we may die with him. (laughs) Thomas, he was a man of action. He told you what he thought. And so Jesus poses the riddle. 
you know the way to the place where I'm going? He responds with, I don't know way. But it's here that Jesus, I am the way. I am the way expresses that salvation is through knowing Jesus. As we talked about as well, when Jesus says, I am the shepherd and I am the gate. There's only one entrance into the gate, right? All other people are thieves and robbers. And the only way to salvation is through the gate. And here we find that Jesus as well expresses that salvation is through knowing Jesus. And we're reminded that grace, salvation, is through a relationship with Jesus. The sinner's need is for a Savior, and Jesus is the answer to the sinner's need for a Savior. Through a relationship, there is salvation. Simon and Garfunkel, one of my favorite singer-songwriter duos, wrote a song that, when I think about it now as I'm reading this, I thought, man, this is kind of depressing. Some of you may know this song. I am a rock. I'm an island. I built wills, walls, a fortress deep and mighty that none may penetrate. I have no need of friendship. Friendship causes pain. It's laughter and it's loving I disdain. I am a rock, I'm an island. But is that really truly how God wants us to be? Does he want us to collectively build up walls to keep people out? I don't think so, because when you look at the book of Genesis, what does God do? He builds this huge earth. He plants trees. He, he creates fish. He separates the, the light from the day. And so much so, at the very end, he creates humans, that there may be community, that there may be relationships, because God desired community. God desired relationships. And when we look towards the end of the book of Revelation, does God just blow everything up and then leave God by God's self? Or is it this beautiful picture of God communing with God's people? And I think there's something to be said that we're not meant to live life alone. And it's through relationship with God that we might find strength, we might find faith, that we might find salvation. Can you imagine life without relationships? I can't. My wife was gone for two weeks. It was horrible. It was nice, but it was horrible. Because, look, I I got to talk to her on FaceTime, if not once, at least twice every day. She got to talk to Jackson. But uh, partially, I was scared that if anything happened to me, number one, I would be having to answer for it with the dog. Um, But not having your spouse there, for instance, not being able to hold her hand, not being able to watch her laugh or hear her jokes or hear her complain about how just things are not right at work. I enjoy these conversations every day. And to not experience that for two weeks was kind of not being able to see and hold her and have dinner with her was kind of a bummer. And I realized that relationships are key in life. 
We're not meant to be lonely. We're meant to live life together. And that life, especially through Jesus, is even better. So Jesus is the way. Yet Jesus as well is also the truth. Jesus reveals who God is. And when we look at the life of Jesus, we find that he is full of grace and love, full of compassion. And yet also Jesus keeps the people accountable when he looks to the Pharisees. But we find a God of love and of grace. Ultimately, Jesus reveals who God's true character is. There's a tremendous difference in knowing who people are. Jesus sets people free. And that freedom comes through knowing him one-on-one. You know, I know who the president is. I know who Clayton Kershaw is. But they have no idea who I am. That's okay. But I know who my wife is. She knows me. She's been my best friend for 18 years. And I look forward to living a life, a full life, a long life with her. But she knows my insecurities. She knows my fears. She knows what makes me happy. And you can't do that without spending time with someone. And just like any relationship, as I've indicated before, you need to spend time. Spend time with God every day, whether it's through reading his word, through praying, through listening to music, or even having fellow faith believers, living life with them and realize that God's going to do amazing things in your life. And being able to live life and share those blessings, to rejoice or to mourn or to grieve together, that is ministry. And yet we also find that Jesus is the life. Jesus makes death subject to him. I'm reminded of the fact that we can take strength in knowing that even though death may sting a little bit, in fact, Sorry. In, in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54, it says, When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death doesn't have a hold on God because God has already conquered death. So we have no reason to fear. And as I talked about last week, you know, I became a little more transparent than I thought I would. Um, but, But death can sting for a bit. But it's not the final say. So I take comfort. Though I may not be able to see certain friends or loved ones of mine right now, I can't hear their jokes, I can't hear their, see their smile or hear their voice, I know that this is not the last day. And so as we begin to walk with God, God promises that we can actually, if we're faithful, we can actually do even greater things. If we believe in verse 12, we can overcome our fears. We can overcome the addiction. He may not be able he may not use you to raise a Lazarus up or heal a leper, 
but he can work in our everyday lives. And as I've gotten to spend, if I, as I've spent time with you all, uh, hearing your stories, I'm, I'm impacted by your stories of faith. As a pastor, I really love being able to hear your stories because that affirms me in the sense of seeing God work in your lives is an awesome thing to experience. There's been many amazing stories that you have shared with me that my faith has grown even more. Which, by the way, I'm not done visiting. I'm still working on it. And uh, if, you, if, you have, if I haven't visited you, please let me know as well. Let's spend time together. Let me know when it would be a good time. If you have a directory, my phone number's in there, all right? So reach out to me as well, and I'll try to reach out to you. Ultimately, though, the path to freedom and redemption is found in Christ. Because Christ as well does not abandon us. In verse 16, Jesus realizes that, you know, if he were just to completely disappear, it wouldn't be good. He promises help. He promises the spirit of truth. He says, if you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you, how long? Forever. Some of you will get that. The spirit of truth. And it talks about the fact that the world cannot necessarily see this Holy Spirit, right? It's like the wind. We can feel it, but we can't see. But yet the Holy Spirit as well works in our hearts, helps to lead and guide, to shape and mold us. We have not been left abandoned. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And before long, the world will not see me anymore but you will see me. If we have faith and if we have a relationship and we're spending time with God, we can recognize when God is working in our lives. And so God calls us to be faithful, to love well, to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbor as ourselves. And the beautiful thing is that as we walk together in faith, God's going to do amazing things in your life and is going to give you opportunities that you had no idea. I met somebody about a year ago, and I have... um, How should I say this? I met somebody uh, probably about a little over a year ago. And a couple of weeks ago, he pointed out that he would like to be able to get to know, study his Bible. He's my barber, okay? Really cool guy. And he started asking me, hey, can I, I'd like to study, learn how to study the Bible. And I thought, okay, well, let's just, number one, easy start. Let's start with the book of John, and as well, while I can get you some study guides. And as he's been studying, we haven't been able to actually get together This last week, though, he said, Pastor Chris, I'm coming to visit your church, so get ready. And I let him know what time we start, so pretty soon he's going to be coming here, uh, not next week, but in a couple weeks. So I had no idea, no idea this would happen. This is a God thing. And it's being faithful, being yourself, and asking God, please help me to be a blessing to somebody today. 
okay? And it's not because of me. It's just God used me like a fork or a spoon, all right? And just as Jesus says in this, verses 9 through 11, God was working through Jesus to be able to do great things. And God is able to do the same thing for you and you and you and you. As well, next week is going to be another awesome, awesome Sabbath because Jamie, Janelle, and Cecilia have decided to commit their lives to Jesus and be baptized. So if we look forward, I know you're sitting around here, right there, okay? Let's come together because we're going to have two celebration Sabbaths. Next week is a celebration of life living in Christ and as well our celebration Sabbath for our small groups. This is ministry. This is life. Know God, love well. That's ministry. So let us come together. Let us continue to pray in faith. Seek the Lord, and may through his Holy Spirit he will lead and guide you, that you may know the way, that life, salvation is through Jesus, that Jesus reveals who God is as the truth, and that through Jesus we may find life now and forevermore. Let us pray. God, we thank you for all that you've done for us. And Lord, as we move forward, help us to be faithful, Lord. Help us to be true and to not neglect the calling that you have laid out for our life. Lord, to be a blessing to others and to love well. Lord, forgive us where we may have sinned. And Lord, as well, tend to our, our needs. And Lord, for the many blessings that you bless us with, thank you. Be with us, because Lord, you are our rock and our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.